This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day, Teamless Tuesday. We love a bit of TLT action here on Sports Day, don't we, Badge? Yes, we do. It's our biggest day of the week. It's one bloke who doesn't like it. His name's Scott Sattler. But anyway, this man, he's happy. He's This man on the phone right now is wrapped about Teamless Tuesday. Tough course. Had a really tough call to make with his fullback. Oh, didn't he? What? Latrell Mitchell is back, baby. Uh, and Jason Demetrio, the you sound uh, like a Rabbitohs fan. Will oh, you? just a little. Uh, <laughs> Jason Demetrio, head coach of the Rabbitohs, joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Jace. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, good. You must be happy. Latrell's back. Yeah, it's a big in for us, no doubt about that. Uh, obviously, losing Blake and not having Latrell there wasn't ideal. And um, yeah, it's good to have a big fella back. I know how keen he is to get out of the field. Hey, Jace, is it, um, even though he is coming back, is it a job within itself as a coach trying to get the team to believe that Latrell just can't win games on his own? Uh, yeah, look, I think we're pretty aware of that. Um, we won quite a few games at the back end of the season without Latrell and got into a grand final, so we know that the team can function without him. But also, he's a big in. You know, we've lost a few key players from last year and bringing him back, uh, I think it's important for us to have that X factor out there as well. Do you get a sense of, uh, is there a, a positive lift in the in the squad? Not only because he's playing this week, but when he's actually in and around the squad, is there a, a noticeable lift amongst the playing group? Yeah, for sure. Charles real competitive as well on the training field. He brings that intensity to what we do in the training. But yeah, I think you know there's some real excitement. It's not just that the troll comes back, it's putting uh, he goes back onto the wing, uh, which... Uh, you know, well, um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Have you, um, I know, I'm sure you've had a really good look at what uh, what happened in the game um, against the the Broncos. Have you put your finger on exactly where it went wrong? Yeah, well, I thought we didn't start well, um, which wasn't ideal. But I thought defensively we grew into the game, and we actually started putting quite a bit of pressure on the Broncos, especially the second half of that first half, and. We just come up with too many errors. I think for the game, we completed 64%. And, um, you're not going to put yourself in with a good chance of beating anybody in the NRL if you're gonna, not going to hold the football. And uh, just kept letting the Broncos off the hook and uh, they were resilient enough to defend us and put pressure on our attack as well because we had limited chances and we tr- probably tried to overplay a little bit. Mm. A big focus this week on um, maintaining that defence, defensive attitude, but also having a bit more ownership on uh, completing our sets. The, the Panthers certainly showed the way, didn't they? You know, that, that I'm not sure how much of that game you caught on, on Thursday night, but their defence was, um, was was top-notch and not something you always see in the uh, the first round. So is that kind of where the bar has been set 
for uh, for the rest of the clubs? Yeah, for sure. I, again, I think it's a lot of it, especially early in the season, comes down to ball control, and there's obviously more fatigue in, in teams early in the year. And Penrith did nothing special in in the opening stages of that first 20, 25 minutes of that game. They just kept putting Manly deep in corners and making it hard for them to get out, and eventually it, it took its toll. Now, in relate, I thought Lachlan Ilias, Jace did a did some really good things on on Friday night, just in relation to the way that he engaged it the defensive line and, and both he and Walker's combination, you know, timing and understanding takes time, of course. Have you put a timeline on or a time frame when you think they should know each other's game back to front? Oh, not really. I think it's, you know, every week is about improving and I thought Lockie did, did a good job for, him that got for us in the charity shield and I thought he improved and started combining better with um, Cody. I thought they were excellent for the try that we scored. Uh, they created another couple of opportunities which um, we probably should have taken. But, you know, look, it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's about locking improving each week. Um, and part of that would be that combination with, with Cody. But again, Latrell coming back will add to that as well. Gives a strike on both sides of the field. Um, and having AJ on the wing also gives us a bit more strike as well. Yeah, a few more targets. I, I personally think he's going to be outstanding for you, Lachlan Ilias. Um, now, James Maloney, as we know, he's got a memory like a fish. Jace, is Cody that kind of player as well? Does he let situations go? And obviously I'm alluding to the grand final pass and then the intercept from Albert Kelly on the weekend. Is he? Does he let things go pretty easy when it comes to those situations? Yeah, well, he doesn't show it. Um, you know, I thought he got on with the game pretty well. He got a bad dead leg uh, late in that first half and carried that most of that second half, which affected him, his ability to run. Um, which not many people knew about, but didn't didn't help. And um, you know, he'll be fine to play this week. He's battled for a few days afterwards. But look, I said, like I said, when you're completing at 64%, mm. it doesn't give Cody the opportunity to be patient and and pull the strings when he needs to. It puts him under pressure, and uh, you know he's, he's the one go-to man. I, I felt like we went to him probably too often, and we're expecting the big play to to solve our problems instead of getting back to our process and and being patient. One of the the buys that you guys have got that I'm I'm really impressed with the way he plays his football and goes about his stuff is um, Saliva Havili. Have you worked out how you're going to use him? Uh, obviously off the bench with, with Damien Cook playing so well, but have you have you got a, a plan in place for how you want him to be be brought into the game? Yeah, I see him as an ideal uh, substitute for Cam Murray when he goes off and has a spell. He's got similar leg speed and he and he got the ability to play um, pre-line and, and through the line as well as Kem does so um, I think he, he had a really good debut for us the coach Saliva at the Dragons when I was coaching the Cutters had been pretty close to him for a few years so I was excited to get him at the Rabbitohs and I, I think the supporters saw what, what he can bring for yeah. us this year Yeah he's, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a good player I know that that's for sure Now six day turnaround Lots of sore bodies, no doubt, after the first round. What what's the week look like? It wouldn't be wouldn't be too heavy for the bunnies, would it? No, we had uh, Sunday off with um, light lightish session yesterday, and um, focused on a few things we needed to fix up. And day off today, and then we'll captains run tomorrow and fly to Melbourne. And um, no excuses, really. I know the boys are itching to go when you have a disappointing loss, or you feel like you want to rectify a few things. A short turnaround is good thing sometimes and uh, I know that you know the storm played late Saturday night so um, there's no excuses for us.
Jace, when you travel away, most teams now, is that the normal preparation that the captain's run will always be done at home before you fly away? Or is there sometimes that you'll actually do the captain's run when you get to the location? Oh, I think it varies. Um, I, I think COVID's probably put an end to that as well. Mm. Um, you know, I, I was keen to get down to Melbourne a couple of days beforehand and um, you know, get the team down there and trench ourselves in Melbourne and, and do a couple of sessions down there. But um, we can only fly the day before the game and stay that night and the night after the game. So it just limits what we can do. What did you take from the storm on Saturday night? Oh, I thought... You know, they were obviously lost some key players. Um, losing Brandon Smith early didn't help. But they're at that typical storm. They, they don't beat themselves and they stay in the fight. And they've got some class players that can score tries from anywhere on the field. So, um, you know, we know going to Melbourne, it's their first game back there. There's, um, I think, I believe it's a milestone for Craig as well. So, yep. you know, we know what Melbourne are like for milestones. But, you know, we've got to be focused on our own season and, uh, going down there and, and believing that we can do the job. Danger, danger game, yeah, of course, because they have got um, players out with injuries, and but they are particularly good on those milestone games. And yeah, for as we've mentioned uh, this week, Craig Bellamy's 500th game in charge. So um, at a different stage of his career than you, mate, but uh, they're just as important these games, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'm sure Craig's aware, as I'm aware, early wins early in the season, um, you know, really get you off the, off the mark and take a bit of pressure off you. Now we've got to focus on our performance. I think there's some key areas we need to improve. And if we do that, we'll keep moving forward. That beep of your car, Jace, is that you tailgating? Are you getting too close to the car in front of you? <laughs> nah. It's uh, every time I go across a line or something, <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Now, did you get, did you get uh, Benji's show last night? Are you going to be a guest soon? Yeah, I caught it. I sent him a message this morning to leave Cookie alone. Um, <laughs> picking, on, picking on him about not running the ball. I think he had 13 runs. He was good. Meters or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was very... Uh, Jace, he before... said, I was rattled. I was nervous. I just threw out the first thing that came to the <laughs> Jace, what did you make... As you take on the storm this week, uh, what did you make of Ryan Pappenhausen's mullet? Because tonight we're putting together... The Mullet 13, of the greatest rugby league team of all time with killer mullets. What would you make of Pappenhausen's? Yeah, I, think, I think he's taken the mullet to a new level with yeah. the highlights as well. I think. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Did you ever have one? Well, you're a rugby league, you're a rugby league tragic, Jace. You've been a historian yeah. when it comes to the history of the game. Like, is there some great mullet players from Sydney or the, over the years? Like, for me, it comes to mind, I've mentioned oh. tonight Kerry Hemsley and Kevin Hardwick. You know, they're the first two that come to my mind as a Tiger supporter growing up. So, um, yeah, they definitely come to mind for me there. Oh, um, Kevin Hardwick was probably more the mullet. Yeah. I think that whole Tigers team might have had hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> Led by Junior. I think Kim Rusher had a pretty bad <laughs> He did Brash too. Did. Yes. did, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to add him to the he's list. He's on the yeah, list. Absolutely. And mine is a uh, former Storm player. You, you've got to remember Taron Nickow. To wear a nick out. Yeah. That was, oh, a, that was a great mullet. That was, uh, great that was before its time. Yeah. Great player too, yeah. All right, Jason Demetrio. Good luck uh, to the boys Thursday nights as they take on the storm at Amy Park. Hopefully we'll get our first win of the season. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me.
Time for a break on Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage. Drive, car of the year. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.